Uh, I think I I think naturally I'm an optimist, and I think that musically I try to be an optimist uh, if there's a way to do that. I mean, not every I. I mean, we've got a lot of songs I've written in the past, which are very joyful, you know? Yeah. This time around, you know, they, they, they just weren't. Right. <laughs> but I mean, the story, I should, I should, I should, I should amend that by saying the subject matter isn't, but you know, the hope to come out of these things, I think that's important. And I think Dystopia tonight. Tonight. Hey. Hi, guys. What's going on, man? <laughs> Pleasure. Hey, I, I love the intro. I haven't seen that. In time. Oh, thank you. I love the uh, the um, Trump and uh, Biden bongo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it just. Yeah, it, it's it's really like it's it's one of the things that makes me happy. Very like very few things that I see Trump in makes me happy, but that one uh, I must have watched. I think I snapped at a certain point, and then when that came about, I was like just like a little kid, like just That's happy. Right. <laughs> just watched it endlessly, and whoever yeah. did it should sell it as an NFT at some point. Oh my god! Right, we should sell. Actually, yeah. we should stop this episode and make an NFT <laughs> right now, <laughs> we, and we will never have to work again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing yeah it was uh um we're, we're gonna make it i think we're gonna compile some new stuff for the intro um after the holidays but uh i kind of want to keep it in that same vein of just random shit like i'm never getting rid of the uh oddly knockoff uh <laughs> godzilla Kong, godzilla and Kong. i don't even think that's a real godzilla movie i think somebody <laughs> somebody just like made that like adjacent to it and they were like eh, it'll work yeah, the guy yelling at the end on the porch is great, too. That man is my hero, and we don't know who he is. I'm uh, trying to find him. If a listener knows who he is, please let us know. Yeah, We'd like guys, to have him on the show. Come on, do your research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see that video when the when the capital riots were happening? When the capital when the capital riots yes, were happening? I did. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that was the I I that dude used his front porch as a real life Twitter. And <laughs> I, I was like, it's amazing. Was he? He that was that was taken on the day of the uh... day of the Capitol riots. Yeah, they were. Um, people were like, you know, I think I, it, it, from what I understood from that video, and it was only a short video. It looked like he could see them, like people marching and like Going coming in, like house, like on their way there. Yeah, 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 and he was just, you know, he had some shit to say, and I was just like, I love you, sir. <laughs> I think I think I have the original video still. So oh, do you really? Oh, can we can we toss it up? Yeah, okay, we'll give it a shot one time. Uh, yeah, one more, one more. Get the fuck out of town! Fucking treasonous pieces of shit!
<laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly. <laughs> just waving his camera phone back and forth, yeah. catching real life. I admire people who can see a moment coming and they're just like, this is going to be a thing. And then they immediately do it. <laughs> I'm always like five minutes behind where I'm like, that would have been great if I had uh, I been present. That. Yeah, been present and aware <laughs> enough as a human. <laughs> Oh man. So how, how have you been? Uh, I know I, I love the album, by the way, I got to listen to it. Um, John had sent it over to me and, uh, it's beautiful, man. And also real quick, I want to talk about the video too, cause that's not out yet. Um, but I yeah, also, got comes Monday. yeah, it comes Monday out Monday in a couple of days from now, but obviously this is going to be later on, but yeah, on the, uh, 13th i guess of December. yeah yes. and it's these arms is the is the video these arms will you go yeah yeah the first song that's on the on the album and uh we had um put it out as a single a couple weeks ago and mm -hmm. the video is now coming out in a couple of days which is, i'm excited about awesome and the cool thing the really cool thing about it, i mean it's a beautiful song but your kids are in the video with you yeah well they are they are the video right 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 yeah, I, I mean, I didn't initially intend or desire uh, to use home movies as this video. I just sure. was spending, uh, spent oh, quite a bit of time over a few week period uh, trying to, you know, source other people's home movies <laughs> um, and trying <laughs> to make something out of that where, you know, um, I could keep my kids hidden. Mm -hmm. and uh knew someone else's to, to, to <laughs> but uh i couldn't really find anything that had that sort of chronological progression where you could see sort of the kids growing up right there was um a video that i did find uh which is a time lapse video of this guy's kids growing up from zero to age 20. wow and you know those you've seen those sort of um face morphing videos it's like that but it's basically like he took like a few seconds each week of each kid mm -hmm. same backdrop for 20 years that's commitment and, yeah and then, yeah well he's a, he was a visual he's a visual artist oh so his name is um let me check him out his name is franz hoffmeister he's on youtube he's had like eight million hits of these couple of videos and so i wrote to him i said can i use this <laughs> <laughs> I put my music to it and I sent it to him and I said, look how wonderful this is. You must because it really did. It did what I wanted it to do. You know? Right. It, it did. It was, it was, it, 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 and it, it just spoke to me. See, and these kids are gorgeous kids too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, he said, uh, you know, respectfully, no. Right. And, uh, and I was running out of time. So I basically thought, you know what, I'm going to have to. And then I figured I'd go through my personal footage and I'll just cut their faces out somehow. I'll just do it really quick edits. Sure. Really sort of like weird angles. I'll crop it weird. I'll morph and kind of add some effects that. Now, granted, it was hard to keep their faces out of completely. Right. And I suppose in the end, it doesn't really matter. They're out there anyway. Right. It's not by way of me. Um, right, right, right. You know, they're out there on their own. So, 
Uh, I I asked them if this was okay. I got their permission. That was my next question. I was going to ask if you my were wife, like, I made your sure father was okay with it, and, uh, nice. and then we spent some time putting it together. So it was a labor of love, but uh, it didn't come out. It didn't come without some uh, heavy lifting at times. Yeah. Did yeah. It, was it was going through that footage though? Uh, do you think it added a? Uh, I mean, obviously they're your kids, and it's a personal thing in that respect too. But do you think it just meant more to you afterward like do you think you were were you like oh i'm so glad i didn't use somebody else's because now it's like 10 times more uh well now that you mention it uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like now that you've awkwardly put me into a position where i can't say you know, I, thought, yeah, I thought more about will people react or respond or be sort of um Will there be an emotional response from people who see this because it's my kids? Is sort of how I was thinking. Sure. Um, but yeah, for me, I it seemed to when I was trying to sell it to my kids, I said I told them what I sort of put myself through in trying to avoid using footage of them, and mm -hmm. said that look, I just I think it makes sense. Like the song is about you guys. It was inspired by you know our relationship. And it does make sense that you would be in this video. Yeah. And I went this whole diatribe and, and sent it to them, in a, you know, in a, in a text. And like, it went on for like, a, and they just went back. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You know, <laughs> it's really not simple. Um, I got a yes. And uh, thankfully, so I, I was able to, you know, do it. And uh, I'm pleased. Yeah, I'm pleased with it. Yeah. One of the things I love, by the way, the opening shot, immediately I, I don't know if uh it's for me openings of anything for some reason always are the hardest like even like you know to this day going out on stage it's like what do you you know you have to say what are you going to say in the beginning i hate it right. i love starting a, you know something in the middle i because you're already you know what i mean like you know that feeling where you're just like oh, i've already been talking so it's great right. Right. um you know and but i i thought that was the perfect video when you when uh i don't know you toss one of your kids up in the air because one it was like oh my god i remember every uncle every my my dad it that was like a thing i don't know if anybody does it anymore because we're all a little like oversensitive about shit but getting tossed in the air when you're a kid is the biggest joy right <laughs> you know by a by an adult and it was boom that's how you started it off and that was perfect did you know that's what you wanted to start with like it's get the same vibe a little funny because that's the only shot that isn't my kids Oh no way! That oh, was my awesome. God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a shot like that. I didn't own a GoPro when my kids were that young, you know. But sure. I was like, I in my in the course of looking for footage, I came upon this, and I sort of filed it away. Yeah. And I thought I'm going to try and use this if I can because it's a cool shot. And it's actually, you said uncle. It is someone's uncle. Ah. <laughs> That's great. Uncle so and so throwing me in the air when I was one. You know? Wow. Well, that's great editing then, because that's like you got like the editor's mind there too. Because the fact that you stored that away and you were like, I'm gonna have to use this at some point. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I I kept everything that I grabbed. You know, everything mm -hmm. because I didn't know what I was gonna do. Right. Anyway, that's awesome, dude. Uh, well, I can't wait. That comes out on Monday, and we'll we'll blast it out and share it everywhere too. It's such a great Very song. Well. Thank you. Um, what was it? I mean. You know, obviously you went through a lot. We all went through a lot during the pandemic and stuff. And this this album came out of it. Um, do you feel like this? Do you think it was a struggle making this or was it cathartic making it? 
Like, what was the impetus to do it in the first place? I'd started working on it before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to, I mean, my plan was to, you know, write and record an album in 2020 and release it hopefully in 2020. And I started in uh, the fall of uh, 19. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the first thing I wrote was um, a song called Chase the Moon, which was happened to be about the impending apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, it, it was so just, it's your it, fault. Yeah, it's it's, it it happened to be somewhat dystopic in nature uh, uh, just because it was derived from something I'd seen or it was derived actually from when Trump was trolling uh, Greta Thunberg on Twitter. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is the guy in charge. Yeah. He put in charge of everything. And, you know, and then, and then all the sort of the, the concerns about, you know, climate change more and more over the years and all of that. Right. I just felt like if this guy remains in charge, we're going to have a fucking problem. And mm-hmm. so that song came out of that. And then the pandemic hit. So I was always sort of in that mood a little bit. Sure. I was always sort of in a mood like shit's not good right now. Yeah. Then the pandemic hit and, uh, I, like I'm sure so many other people, fell into a major funk, like a major sort of like, this is horrible. What's like, there's, this just seems as as dismal as anything I've ever experienced in my life. And, uh, and I really felt myself sinking into this emotional kind of shitty place. And so, you know, you know, as time wore on, you know, certain people in my midst, you know, certain friends, family members who were having hard times, you know, coping throughout and, um, and, 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 and all the other shit that's going on in the world at the same time, you know, again, climate change, George Floyd, all the, all of the just really dark, crazy shit that was happening around us. Never stopped. No, no, (laughs) not at all. And, uh, although I feel somehow it's, you know, and we'll, I'll touch on this. I, I wanted there to be somehow in all of that. I wanted there to feel like there was sort of a light somewhere at the end. Mm. So as as shitty as I felt and as uh, sort of um, dreary as some of the stuff that I was thinking about and writing about, I still felt optimistic somehow that, you know, this will end. And I had to, you know, I had to try and, be that guy for yeah all people you know yeah. um and my kids certainly and 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 you know the people around me i had to be that guy so uh yeah i was in, i was in a deep dark place but i had i had this to to keep me busy to keep me creative and nice me focused and you know so there was there was a very positive element to it in spite of the conditions under which I was doing it. Yeah. So I would say it was very cathartic. And, you know, it was, it was, it helped me get through it for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody kind of found, um, something to a certain extent to get them through, especially artists. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think it was, I was surprised at the turnaround, you know what I mean? And, and from everybody that I've talked to, it was like, in spite of going through this, like completely batshit insane experience that we all had to go through at the same time, right. it was like waves of realizing, you know, 
I'm not the only one going through it. Everybody's going through it, which was somewhat comforting, by the way. I don't know why misery loves company, but like as soon as you find out everyone else also can't get out of bed, you're like, hey, it's kind of yeah. It can help you to make it can help you to make it can help to make you feel a little bit better. Yeah, I think ultimately it's you know it's fleeting. Yeah. Um, and other people's, uh, sadness just begets more sadness. For yeah. Me, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, I mean, it totally does. And then there was like, but you know, uh, there were like odd silver linings, I think throughout the whole thing too. And it was always, you know, either, either finding a new creative path to go through or, um, just in general, like knowing you could survive something, you know, this thing, like, you know, I mean, watching, um, I guess, uh, in my, in, you know, in comedy or whatever like that too, but like, you know, just businesses, not really, uh, or comedy clubs or whatever kind of, um, you know, not survive without us for some reason, like, you know, some of them you really fell for cause they've been around forever, but right. at the same time you were like, Holy shit. Like all this time, it was kind of a flip situation where you were like, Oh, we really need them. And then you're like, Oh no shit. They can't, they can't make it without the art. They can't make oh. it without the people. Right. And, and that's us. And then, and then, so it was kind of a weird thing where I was like, you know, um, they're just buildings and they're just people who rent them out and without the, the talent to, to keep it moving from, cause you know, everybody went online, everybody went online and tried to do different stuff. I mean, I didn't really like zoom shows that much. I did them. Yeah. Um, but did you find that that was kind of like, you know, uh, did you do a lot of like the online stuff? Did you find new ways to reach out and connect during the time? I did a little bit of that. I mean, I, it's, I'm, I tend to be pretty shy, so I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, I, I, I like a stage, probably yeah. like you, you know, I like yeah. a stage. I'm comfortable on a stage. I'm otherwise comfortable in a studio and I'm comfortable in collaboration with other people, but not mm. necessarily, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in a room by myself on a monitor in that context, it's kind of somehow, I don't know why it's just, I'm not entirely comfortable with it. I don't it's a weird adjustment. I beg your pardon. It's an adjustment. It's a weird, yeah, it's a weird adjustment. I mean, it, there's no way around it. Like it was like, we were all learning how to ride a bike again. Right. Uh, a bike without a wheel, you know, with one wheel and a pedal mitt. And you're just like, is this supposed to be this way? And everyone's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was talking, we were talking about social media before and, and yeah. not, really that uh engaged you know perhaps as much as i should be in what i'm doing but uh i i, I going on there i mean i put up stuff you know that i've taped you know mm -hmm. that i've looked through and gone okay that i i'm fine with all that. sure not anything live i think that's uh that's another thing that i haven't uh tried that, uh, that i probably should um yeah even I, now i mean like people seem to have stuck with it to some extent so you know what i mean like none of the none of the stuff kind of went it's the same thing with like restaurants you know what i mean like they it's not like any of them decided you know we, we don't need outdoor seating now they're just like you can sit outside you can sit inside you can sit on the fucking roof we don't care we'll right. serve you anywhere at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like they just kind of like left everything and i feel like to a certain extent that's a pretty good deal yeah <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, look, it's uh, there's there's been a lot of changes and a lot of uh, things we've had to adapt to, and you know, hopefully, you know, we, we we sort of start to make our way back towards some sense of normalcy. But at the same time, like you say, there's been lots of uh, silver linings that have come out of it. 
I have a hard time saying that with all the fucking people who died. Oh, terrible. Know. I was just thinking about the new Kit Kats that came out. Like, that was <laughs> like I know. <laughs> uh, you know I mean, Did you, you see the new flavors? We <laughs> <laughs> have to try and cap, you know, put things into perspective a little bit and, and, and get on with it, you know. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a long road to hoe. Yeah. Did it change the way you wrote at all, do you think? Like, do, do you think being kind of in a, in a lockdown state and and absorbing you know some of the news and social media whatever it might be out there at the time did it kind of change the way you focused on your art you know your material and stuff it might i think it certainly changed what i wrote about sure i don't know if it you know changed much about uh, you know how i write or when mm -hmm. i to write which is all pretty random you know oh that's cool i, I think that um well, Kurt Smith said this the other day, Tears for Fears said, mm -hmm. that, like, where he said something like, you shouldn't be a songwriter if you haven't found something in the last, you know, three or four years to write about. Oh, yeah. So uh, there was a lot, there's been a lot to chew on, certainly. And right. unfortunately, in my, from my perspective, there's been, no, you know, the, 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 the bigger issues are not good ones. And I guess that's why they're called issues. You know, I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're issues. They're, they're, they're they've been the they've been where my focus has been you know i mean mm -hmm. insurrection i'm canadian but that's still something that like completely transfixed me and uh and and that i've uh, been totally um uh, astonished by you know every time i see any footage of that um so you know i wrote about that for the record uh, right obviously climate change and and the impacts that we've been seeing in the last couple of years, certainly the last year, um, you know, I wrote about that. So it's, it's sort of a composite of, uh, of reflections, the, the highlights of a, a low period in time. Yeah. And it's not easy to do. I mean, you, you know, <clears throat> the, to, to, you know, uh, you know, the, the album that you came out with about that kind of stuff though is, is, you know, pretty uplifting. I think, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you, uh, did you have to work harder to make it uplifting or does that your natural outlook? Uh, I think, I, I think naturally I'm an optimist and I think that musically I try to be an optimist, uh, if there's a way to do that. I mean, not every, I, I mean, we've got a lot of songs I've written in the past, which are very joyful, you know? Yeah. And this time around, you know, they, they, they just weren't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the story. I should, I should, I should, I should amend that by saying, the subject matter isn't. But you know, the hope to come out of these things. I think that's important, and I think that's absolutely that I uh, keep coming back to, and you know, and and then I'm grateful as as you've uh, as you pointed out that you can hear that there's an optimism in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the funny thing is too is like I feel like that's not something uh, people often write about necessarily like because i don't know like in the way uh um you know 60s and 70s sometimes if you listen to the music or the lyrics necessarily is is usually depressing as fuck right like you just have the lyrics to one of those songs but they always had this upbeat swing to it where you didn't even know you know yeah. what i mean like you know yeah. uh, don't fear the reaper is super catchy <laughs> uh <laughs> you know but the but the lyrics of that song are like definitely about suicide so, but at least in this sense, you know what I mean? Like you're writing about serious topics, but there is that upside and it's, and you can, you can tell completely. So I feel like, I like that you didn't try to really hide what you were saying. 
Um, well, you know what well, I mean? No, I mean, I, I and I'm conscious of that. I, I want I want the songs to, to have a you know a certain spark to them, even if yeah, you know, even if they're using minor chords. You know, I I, I want there to be some sort of element of like. Uh, I mean, I, I want people to want to listen to the songs again. You know? sure. If they're truly you know, miserable, then no one's going to want to do that. You know? Have you gone back out to do any any live gigs yet? Or how, how are you feeling about going back out yet, there yet? I don't really know what the climate is for that yet. I mean, sure. uh, certainly there are venues uh, here in Toronto that I would uh, consider playing at but i don't even know i think some of them have closed down i don't know if some of them are operating i haven't really even looked into it right um i would like to do something i don't i don't know and now the omicron is sort of becoming a little bit more of a concern and numbers are going up here and such a villainous name you said that and i got chills like you know what i mean <laughs> i was like new avengers level threat uh <laughs> but yeah it is so well, weird that they come up with such an intimidating name for it I don't I don't either because it would be one thing if it worked but the fact that everyone immediately laughs at whatever name they come out with like the more terrifying the name is they're just like that's hilarious yeah so in any case it's it's hard to say I don't know um, yeah I've talked to a few people about doing something and maybe in the new year uh, but so far not no. gotcha well that'd be I mean that'll be fun though by the time you're ready to go out there like I because I, I can tell you like you know, most of the majority of the shows I do so far, so far anyway, have been like, I've asked for people to be vaxxed and all that other stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty safe with that kind of thing. But, uh, the audiences just seem to be really on fire, like really engaged. You yeah. know what I mean? Like more so than they were before. Cause they're just happy to be out. So it's almost like cheating. Cause you're just like, they're already pumped. You know what I mean? Like well, nobody has not. to like, no, they're happy to see you. They're happy yeah. to be there doing what you do. I mean, yeah. And no one's really like, you know, you don't have to have anybody like rallying. Cause they're already like people we're outside, you know, yeah, like, yeah, everyone's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. So you'll probably, I mean, it'll be great once you finally, uh, once you finally kick it and get back out there. Um, I just did a large scale that? event that had so many people at it, but everybody that came in the building had to, you had to wear a mask in, show your vax cards everybody went to a second level nice. to get in and then they still wow. kept they still kept the masks rule in effect just because yeah. there were so many people in the area so if you yeah. weren't eating and drinking you kept it on it was good man i feel like you know it felt at least it gave you the sense of feeling secure that at uh -huh. least everybody was checked and you know all the way through uh-huh well i went to see um feist you know uh, oh love feist yeah i went to see her she was here uh, a few weeks ago and I thought the protocols were fine and I felt very safe in there and it was very intimate. It was only nice other people. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I'm not so concerned about like, um, you know, people, I, I just want people to be comfortable and I would like, uh, myself yeah. to be I, I think I'd be okay. I just don't know what venues are doing here. I don't know really like how it's all working. It's just been a while since I've kind of been out there in that regard. So yeah, I haven't really, into that it is interesting that the only kind of places that i like the equivalent of a theater that's asking people to check their vax cards and wear masks is like new zealand <laughs> like that's the only place it's the only place i wouldn't mind just you know hunkering yeah. down for a bit also their president's hot uh so <laughs> i feel like not bad right you can't go wrong there she seems super smart and also you know yeah, she does seem pretty smart. Didn't they? Yeah, have, they had no cases before anybody else. At, uh, I know. At some point. 
Who would have thought New Zealand yeah. of all places? And now people are like, like billionaires are like trying to live there. And I'm like, guys, come on, give me a break. You have space. Go to space. <laughs> Go to space in your dick rockets and just leave us be. Um, is there a, did you get any kind of, um, you know, I went, I went back and forth through this a little bit, but like, uh, did it bum you out to not be live? Are you one of those artists or people that need to be in front of people? No. I know you said you were shy, but I don't know about the stage kind of a thing. No, I mean, I like playing. I haven't done a lot of it in the last handful of years. You know, like I, mm. I don't know uh, what you know about my full history, but I took a bunch of years off from music altogether. Okay. Well, I mean, I started making music professionally and sort of pursuing it professionally again about five years ago. Right. I'm not doing it for like 12 That's years. still a long time to like, you know, even even five years though, like five years up and then hitting the pandemic, like it's still, it, it's got to be a, a blow, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I had played, I did, I did a, I did kind of like a bigger show to uh, release a record that I was putting out uh, a few years ago. And that was a great experience. I loved it. Nice. And, uh, but then I sort of thought I, when I do it, if and when I do it again, I'll do it, I'll do it differently. Sweet. I'll do it with uh, just me and a piano or I'll do it with just me and like maybe a trio or maybe I'll have, uh, you know, a seven piece. I, I just did. I knew I didn't want to do it that way again. And then, then it wasn't long after that the pandemic hit. Like, uh, yeah. and um, so I, it just kind of went that way. I, I don't, I don't, I, I do like it when I'm doing it, but I, I can't say that I've been missing it. Sure. Yeah, I, I went through periods where I was like, I'm fine. I could use the vacation. You know, I could use the hi from New Zealand. Hey, we have somebody checking in from no New way. Zealand. How are you? That's incredible. Can we come incredible. and live with you? <laughs> <laughs> All three of us. That would be great. Um, That's fun, so, right? That's a random, like, talk about New Zealand. We just happen to have somebody in the audience. That was really random, and I enjoy that a lot. We have another dude from... Uh, um, I think the Netherlands that watches yeah, all the Bobby's time too. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty great. He might, he might have heard of Franz Hoffmeister then. That's where he's from. Oh, nice. Yeah, I wonder if Polly's in here. Um, usually he watches like every episode, which is great. Um, so what was as you mentioned the piano and stuff like that? Do you remember uh when you were younger, like what was the thing that made you want to be a musician? Did you always want to be a musician? Mm, um, I knew from an early age that I liked playing music in front of people, mm. uh, uh, which, so ironically, I don't do that as much these days, but the, initially I'd say I was about 11 years old and I had um, taken a few guitar lessons mm. more than anybody else at my age at that point. <laughs> I got up in front of a bunch of uh, my schoolmates and my teachers and there was some sort of talent show or something. And I, I just basically got up there and I strummed a Beatles song uh, and oh, like right. a real song too, like not a complicated one, right? <laughs> and and not well, you know. You're like, actually, it was Mary had a little. Yeah, bit. It, just, matter. Like, it was, yeah. It's completely. It had to have been not interesting at all. But everyone erupted when I finished. Wow. Everyone went crazy, and I thought that's. I like that reaction. Yeah. So, um, I thought. Um, I would like to do more of this. And so, right. yeah, I got really into it into my teens and my 20s. I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of recording. I did a bunch of touring. Uh, and I did, was, I did all that stuff. So I don't was have... guitar like the thing that you absolutely wanted to learn first? 
Um, yeah, I thought nice. the guitar was probably the cool instrument to learn. Oh yeah. Oh, it's always the it's always the coolest, the sexiest instrument. My mother and my sister played the piano and and it beautifully, mind you. And uh, but I was still inspired for the guitar because you could pick it up and you know leave with it. Oh yeah. Portable. Right. Yeah. Did they teach you how to play piano? I learned on my own, but I don't really know how to play very well. Oh. <laughs> I can play enough to uh, to write my songs. I'm, I, I would consider myself a very average player, but I, but enough enough that I can record it, and, you know, and and write my songs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, did they were they play piano for fun, or were they would your family like music my has a musical taught, background? My mother taught. Uh, wow. time and uh, and my sister was, um, I think, forced to learn. <laughs> That's and always great, very good at it, very right? Good. Yeah, so I picked up a few things, but they were playing classical music. I couldn't, they had they had sheet music open in front of them. I can't read music, I, I can't read music either. Yeah, do you play anything? No, uh, well, I can remember, I my mom is uh, can play the piano by ear. Uh, cause she took lessons when she was a kid and then, yeah. you know, now she's yeah. got it. And when I was younger, you know, she got me a keyboard and stuff. Can't read music, but I can memorize, like if somebody shows me how to play a thing, I can, like, I've known it forever. So like Christmas songs are just in there for no reason. On a because, piano? Yeah, on a piano. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know how to read music and, uh, and let, like, I'm probably slow to learn it, but I can figure out like if somebody goes like, oh, it's these these keys, this is how you play that. So if I can I can do the repetition, it's okay. done. All right. yeah. Problem yeah. is everything sounds like chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's probably a good, you know, hundred ways to play chopsticks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be hilarious if every time I was like, guys, you want to hear old King Wenseless? And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like do we just pretend? Do we pretend? <laughs> yeah, that was great. I don't know why I chose old King Wenseless, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, get him away from the piano. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's great though. Yeah, I, I, the guitar is like the coolest instrument. I think. Obviously, I've never, I've never touched one or picked one up though. I can't do it. Really, yeah. you're, you're, you've never picked up a guitar ever in your life. Never, wow. no. I would oh, love you to. look like you could play a guitar, John. You look like the type of person that plays guitar. <laughs> I've said it a million times on the show. I do own a banjo because somebody gave me one, but I, I I've YouTubed over the pandemic like some stuff on, on like, how to do it. That is ridiculously hard to play. I don't know why anybody would give that to me. Uh, <laughs> but I know I love I like string instruments. I like the banjo. I like uh um you know the guitar stuff. I like the fiddle. Um I like hearing that kind of stuff in the background of music or whatever. So uh, I think it's awesome when people can do that kind of stuff, but I'm not, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm musically inclined. I don't know. I've have a, I want to be, but I'm not. Right. Well, I mean, look, you tried or you didn't actually. So for yeah, you. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction of saying <laughs> I don't think you tried. Um, yeah. So that, so it's awesome. You started out doing that way. Was you said to mention the Beatles before, did you have, what were your influences other than, I mean, Beatles, obviously, I feel like everybody comes on here and mentions the Beatles, okay. um, which I love because yeah. that I just watched like two different documentaries um, that came out and it just still they still just blow me away. Like, which one did, you, did you watch? You watched the Get Back one. And what was the other one? The other one that I watched was with. Um, um, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, 
it's Paul McCartney, but in Ruben, uh, what's the, um, oh, yeah, Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin thank you. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, that one was awesome because I've never like seen it done where, you know, they've got a soundboard in front of them. You know what I mean? And they're going back. Like I, that, that stuff blows me away. Cause I've always wanted to see how they, how they did it, you know? Right. Um, and what I like that they went, sorry, I stepped on you. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, I was going to say, I like that they went through older stuff and was like, what if it sounded like that? You know what I mean? Like, that was cool. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of that in Anthology, if you ever watch that. Oh, they I've never seen that the board one. And they, they turn faders up and down and they're like, oh, I didn't know that was on there. And, you know, they sort of go through it. Wow. The songs like Tomorrow Never Knows, I think they go through and a couple of other ones. Like the three of them and George Martin are sitting at the board basically doing just that. And that's really Oh, that's awesome fully concur that's very interesting stuff cool. and the get back thing was cool too i like that too that was really yeah, cool. that yeah was incredible. Beatles were a big influence obviously I, I mean i was 10 years old and john lennon was killed wow and at that time i didn't really know who he was i mean i had knew sort of knew the music but i hadn't associated it with him sure um and uh and so there was nothing other than him in the news for a good three months right yeah and I was pretty impressionable. And I, you know, I, uh, I liked music. I had music in my house and I had Beatles in my house, but it just became a point of fascination where this guy was a much bigger deal than certainly I ever kind of picked up on prior to. And, and, and uh, that got me into a whole, just, I just became totally enthralled with Beatles. And then, you know, everything falls from there, right? Everything sort of trickles down from there. So I came upon Dylan and I came upon Paul Simon and I came upon, uh, you know, and, and Genesis and uh, oh, yeah. love Genesis for a period, uh, older Genesis and, and, uh, and then really got into tears for fears for a while in the eighties and, uh, and liked uh, a lot of Elvis Costello through that period. And then the, yeah. you know, I like, so a band called super free animals. I got really into UK kind of Brit pop stuff. Well, I don't know though. Oh, super free animals are great. Oh, I'll have to check that. them out. Oh, they've got a great record called rings around the world. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. That's a good one. Write that down. Yeah. I, I mean, I like that. John, I got it on tape. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you have it. No, I'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to write it. Down. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> just send me this clip. Uh, yeah. John's about to get up mid-show and find the pen. Hold on, I'll be right second, back. Yeah, <laughs> guys, hang on. I gotta get this down. Um, yeah, no, I'll definitely check them out. Though that's awesome. I love listening to the new stuff. Was it? Um, is there anybody that you kind of emulated in the beginning? Do you think? Yeah, well, people would tell me that uh, no, <laughs> people I mean. would tell me that I was uh, sounding a lot like you know Beatles, like Beatles stuff, right? My stuff sounded like it was just probably exactly what I was trying to do. You yeah, know? you're like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now when I hear that, I don't like to hear it as much because sure. I don't really want to sound like anybody else. Uh, right. You can't help that to a certain point. You know, I mean, it's you, your influences are just numerous and happen over, you know, so many years and you take in things that you don't even realize, you know, uh, are there until they start to come out in moments when you're creating things. Yeah. So I sort of look at everything from Beatles on down as, uh, all having influenced me over the years. And, uh, I think there's a little bit of, um, 
everything that I've ever liked in what I try to do in any given sort of project. There's there's a little touch of something from somewhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember your first paid gig? Uh, <laughs> no. I actually don't <laughs> think. Wow. Um, do you? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mine was, uh, it's not even, an, it, mine was uh, a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I should have been, but I, I, I was doing stand up. I think it was in my first year and um, within my first year doing it. And this woman uh, was dabbling into it, you know, because a lot of people sometimes get into stand up or they take a class or something like that because they're like, want to be, be better public speakers or they've got some other alternative thing. So they're not even interested necessarily in the stand up. Right. So she was, um, she was doing a, a one woman show like her own play and taking it around to small theaters. She saw me at one of the gigs she was trying to do stand up at. I did. I'd done well. She really liked me. And she was like, would you mind opening for the show? Like just coming to the theater and doing some stand up. And I was too young to know. Well, young in stand up. I started when I was 20, but I was too young to know that that is not the place uh, <laughs> to be invited to do stand up. Right. So I was like, yeah, it was awesome. Like I, she gave me like 20 minutes to do it. I don't even think I had 20 minutes at the time. Right. Uh, but of course you're dumb and you're like, yes, absolutely. And she, she paid me pretty well. And, uh, okay. And I get to the theater and it's, uh, like a very small theater or whatever. And it's just, you know, older women, uh, <laughs> you know, not, not really my crowd at right. the time. Uh, I don't even have a crowd necessarily, but it was still, like, <laughs> it was still enough for me to, you know, like, oh, this is a mistake and whatever, but it was yeah she she you know uh i got like 250 bucks i think oh that's and pretty good it was good first gig, uh, and sure. i it was and i i i was i took it uh i did pretty well but it was still oh. very much like i, a, what I was I, waiting to hear you say you ate it for 19 minutes no <laughs> you got the one laugh and then didn't eat it didn't eat it but it was like i because i could always you know I could always handle myself pretty well in awkward situations on stage because i'm pretty you know quick but uh but it was uncomfortable, like for me anyway. Like right. I knew, I knew this was bad. I knew they knew that I knew, and I felt like this whole level of like, because I've never, I've never been casual about performing at a thing where I don't really care about how I do or what the booker thinks. Mm. You know what I mean? Except now because I'm, you know, jaded. Uh, but <laughs> you know what I'm like? Oh, this is me. Um, but but for the most part, I was like, oh, I feel so bad. Like I, she liked me that one night, but it was in a comedy club in New York, and now I'm in a small theater in the middle of nowhere, and you know these older folks or whatever so it was interesting but a lot of fun good good life lesson kind of a thing and you know she was, and she was very sweet she wasn't mad at all she was like thank you so much because she loved me so right. she was like that's exactly what i wanted and i'm like you're nuts <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. not what i wanted well look at bill's character i i wish i could remember i don't i i, I probably ended up having to like oh i probably owed money the first night I was <laughs> probably had <laughs> That's definitely a rite of passage as well. <laughs> they're like, you're, and that's something that your family never understands immediately where, where you're doing something. They're like, wait a minute, you're paying for stage time. And you're like, yes, isn't it great? And they're like, no, why don't you go yeah. back to the grocery that's, store? Like, how yeah. much does it cost to enter this stupid? Time? Yeah. I can't believe you left Costco <laughs> to do, <laughs> to do this. I don't, I don't know. Um, how was, how was that? By the way, did you, did you like, did your family like uh, encourage you to, to do music stuff or oh that's great 
Yeah, I mean, they didn't push it, but they weren't discouraging it. Yeah, was they, it? They weren't surprised by it. No, not at all. They, oh, I've, been, I've been musical from a young age, and they, they, they were fully uh, behind it. You talking about my parents? Yes. Yeah, they were fully. I mean, they didn't. They didn't. So they sort of let me go. Like they, they, like, you're gonna do what you do. Um, yeah. And, I like how you said the parents thing. Like you're like because I have this one cousin that's a real son of a bitch, <laughs> and he discourages me every step of the way. Well, you know, siblings, you never know. People can be on your yeah. I, I I had pretty supportive family around me. That that's fun. great, man. Yeah, the parent thing is always important to have. Like you know, because I feel like if they say it's okay, it doesn't matter what the rest of your family fucking thinks. Yeah. That's yeah. That's uh, do you have a um? like a point in your career? Cause I know, like you said, you've taken like uh time off basically. Um, what brought you back into it from the time that you had off? Like what were you doing during that period of time? And also what was the thing that made you go, Oh, I, I have to get back in. Well, I was um, still making music. I just wasn't putting it out, you know, so anyone could hear it. I had young right. kids. I wanted to start a family. I wanted kids. Uh, my wife wanted kids and mm -hmm. we both check that out. And that ended up taking up a lot of time, you know? Sure. Uh, and I was playing and writing and sort of uh, doing that for them a lot. And uh, nice. always, always dabbling in it, but not really sort of putting myself or it out there. I'd also been in like uh, a few different bands with other people that, I wasn't sure I wanted to go forward with. So there was, mm -hmm. there was a lot of like, I don't know that I even want to, you know, I, I was, I had a lot of reservations about continuing. So it was sort of all put on hold, uh, but I never stopped as a creative person making music. Like I, I right. was really doing that. Uh, I was always putting down demos at home. I was always fucking around and doing something, you know, banging away on the piano, whatever it is. Sure. And then I guess, um, and then, you know, what also sort of turned me off at the time was that music sucked, right? <laughs> a lot of what I was hearing, I mean, I, I, the, the stuff that I liked was considered obscure. And, okay. And it wasn't being sort of, you know, um, played anywhere or celebrated in any which way. And we were having American Idol and... Oh, my God fucking shit shoved down our throats all the time right and what's the other one um was, american idol and uh well now there's the voice the I voice know, yeah where they fucking turn around in those chairs 20 years ago whatever it was i mean it, it, it's or 15 years ago it was just like this the whole i was just kind of turned off by so much of it and sure. also just preoccupied with wanting to you know kind of be like uh like try out a normal existence and have uh you know have my kids and and sort of work on my family and do that and uh and then i started to really miss it and my kids grew up and became more independent and and uh they didn't need me as much and uh, i wasn't as busy with them as i as i had been when they first came around and so i uh i felt uh like i wanted to get back into it but even i didn't do anything about it until a few years after i started thinking like that right so sure a few years of should I or should I, you know, should I, you know, really invest myself in this? And do I want to put out? Do I am I good enough to? And I haven't written anything really that I like in a while. Like I, I had a lot of I had a lot to sort out before I could really commit to 
uh, writing a full record and going to a studio and working with people and spending money and energy and time and doing all that. It was, I wanted to do it, but it was going to, it was sort of daunting because yeah, I, yeah. I hadn't for a while. So I had to wait, you know, for a good few years. You nice. know, I was talking to people and trying to figure out who I wanted to or who was available to me to work mm. with. And that uh, took some sorting out as well. Yeah. What I'm getting from all of this is that it's your kid's fault. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. They realize. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they learn their life. That's why I'm using them in a video. That's right. Full circle. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So, um, you know, there's a, a couple questions that we usually ask every guest before they leave. Uh, we got two. Um, so I don't know if I don't know if you've been pre-warned about it or not, but I haven't. Okay, great. That's perfect. That's what I like. I like to, <laughs> I like that the guest is surprised every time. Right. Um, so one of the things I wanted to ask, uh, first question is, um, you know, if you go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice that would help you today, what would it be? Oh, uh, I feel like I've been asked this one before and I had a really good answer for it, but now I'm blocked. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find the really good one and then splice the two. Thank you. We should be taping later. Um, That'd be great if it was I, something that completely contradicted your first good answer, and everyone was like, "He's full of shit." Uh, let me see if I can come up with something now. Um, yeah. You know, don't get so worked up about you know all the shit that you can't control in the world. Oh yeah. I think uh, you know would tend to spend a lot of time sort of fixating and analyzing. And, and I think you just got to live life a bit, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, like it's hard to, but you got to sort of put things off to the side sometimes and just go forward. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Be, man. Best, be best, as she said. Yeah. <laughs> Before you get to your last question, John, we just had a question from the audience. So sure. gentleman checking in from New Zealand said, is there a song you would like to do a cover of? Ooh. Oh, uh, lots of lots of songs I'd like to do a cover of. Good question. That's a see, That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. <laughs> that should have been one of the last two. <laughs> You're right. Uh, I should have I closed with it. Cover of um, the Talking Heads song. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, it's not once in a lifetime. Uh, this must be the place. I, I was, really I like was just Ooh. thinking. I was going to say this must be the place, but I wanted yeah. you to come to it. That's awesome, dude. I yeah. love that song. Yeah, beautiful song. And I started working on a cover of that, which I haven't. I didn't come back. Oh, dude. I'd like to maybe do that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I love the story behind that, too, is that they all traded instruments. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah. It's and they just someone found that initial uh, whatever hook. Yeah. They just kind of went on with that for like forever until yeah, and and it was cool because they really didn't know how to play like each each other's stuff, but they were just like let's just figure it out for this one song, and you can kind of tell because it has a different vibe and a different sound, uh, so it's very unique. I love that song. Yeah, it's a great track. I mean, it'd be hard to do a good cover of that, but I have heard actually a good couple, a couple good covers of that song. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can knock it out of the park. Um, uh, and the last question. Um, unless uh, New Zealand has another one. <laughs> um, uh, but is uh, what had to end in your life in order for you to wind up where you are today? It could be good or bad. Say, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Sure. What had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Um, 
Jesus, that's a hard question. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Take that, New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to end in my life um, for for me to become who I am today. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I, uh, let's say. Uh, Next question. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this show. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, I was like oh god, that's great. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. I, I can't come up with something. Well, you know what? Now I'm gonna have to come back. Like uh, I'm gonna have to like bug you about it. Yeah, please do. And yeah. then maybe insert it later. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'd love to. No, we're going to, cause we're, we're making a compilation of all these of everybody that's answered the question. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is just in now in between every person's answer is going to be you going, Oh God. I don't, oh, God, shit, I don't... Oh, shit. No, Jeez, in between the... each question should be next question. And then goes <laughs> the next person's cut. And the next question, next person's that would cut. be so great. <laughs> it's just John popping up every <laughs> next question. <laughs> oh dude. I love it. Oh, man. Um, well, listen, man, thank you so much uh, for coming on and we're going to plug the album and uh, everything. So good. Let, let's let them know one more time. Where can they check it out? The new video on Monday? Like, where's the best place? Yeah, to where's it? the best oh, so place? It's premiering actually on Under the Radar. I'm glad you asked me that. Under Fantastic. the Radar is a music outlet online. I believe it's underTheRadar.com. Yep. Know that, but uh, you know, you guys can do that in post, right? Absolutely. It uh, premieres on their set on the 13th. Um, Although you're not airing this for another month. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? We'll 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 take a clip out of we'll take you know what I'll do? I'll I'll I don't know why I'm saying this on the air, but we'll uh <laughs> how I'm gonna edit it is uh, no, I'll uh yeah, I'll, we'll talk about the video, we'll cut that part out uh separately or whatever. <laughs> well, we'll do it that way. So it's on uh, after that it's uh, it's everywhere you watch videos I suppose right yeah. check it out on YouTube get your Google on guys we're driving yeah. up in the Google range and you do have a YouTube page that you that you use right I have a YouTube page but I don't I, I mean it's like a it's like one of those generic URLs so you got okay just, you got to search me John search no H in John right J O N you got yeah. the uh, you got the abbreviated version of my name so funny part is if I put in the H in Jen in john and and search the album it comes up with a lot of bible stuff <laughs> just as a heads up so really? yeah i googled it <laughs> i was way way long time ago i'm like cool. I, was, I said the job we first did it i'm like uh oh is this all christian rock am i way long? <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad i clarified that then there you go that was a good clarification <laughs> yeah album's dropping guys make sure you go out and pick it up and make sure you support check out that video leave some comments on it too so let them let them know what you think so that we could uh get that traffic moving thank you Absolutely. so much man for coming out and hanging yes. out with us today Thanks so much. I appreciate it. So I couldn't answer all your questions. But. No, no. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. That was a good response. I love it. You're like, fuck. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. You're going to call John at like three o'clock in the morning and you're going to be <laughs> like, that job I had in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and then Click. just hang up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, no thank problem, you, man. Take care. Such a pleasure. We'll see you soon. Yep. Dystopia tonight.